episode of the Chels Council podcast. Today our topic is a very interesting one, one that I've been wanting to talk about for a very long time. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. So today we're talking about struggle love and some of us may have it as something different but let me go ahead and give a little perspective. So basically, the definition of struggle love is basically the romanticizing of relationships that are built on hardships and challenges. Now, at some point in our beautiful lives, some of us may have come across a struggle love situation. Some of us may be already or still in a struggle love type of situation. Let me put a little bit more perspective on the whole thing. So some of the characteristics are, you know, challenges, hardships, difficulties, you know, a significant amount of effort and endurance is required for that love to be considered meaningful or genuine. Now that is some bullshit. Okay, let me just say that. That is some bullshit. But I, I, especially for persons in our Jamaican reality, I don't think we had a lot of you know, authentic model of what relationships should be. And I mean, if we look at relationships around the world, we would see where a lot of it is built on struggles, the constant struggle and all of that thing, you know. These things are actually reinforced by popular culture. The whole struggle of thing um, is also reinforced by popular culture in some of the movies and TV shows that we watch and some of the R&B and hip hop songs. You know, Let, let's touch a little bit on the movies. So you have movies like The Notebook and Twilight and those things, you know, that tell you that you are supposed to face a number of obstacles and conflicts before finding happiness. And that is just not true. Okay, that is just not true. You see, these stories often suggest that enduring struggles is a necessary part of true love. Yo, true love comes naturally. It is given and received naturally. So you have, if you have to struggle for said love, then something means, it means something is wrong. Somewhere along the line, there's a disconnect. Now, the R&B and hip-hop songs. <laughs> You know, I am laughing because this one, basically, I would, well, we would have often hear the term ride or die in certain lyrics. And those mentality is for you to endure hardships in love. And that is a common thing. You know, the water from the moon type of thing. Hence the reason why I chuckled just now. You know, you want to get water from the moon or you want to do one of them Bruno Mars something they wear, you know. Put your hand on a blade and some some of them rubbish lyrics there. But hey, now go kill a guy if it's a guy thing. <laughs> but that thing is not natural, neither is it healthy. It's not a healthy love. You know, the romanticizing of tumultuous relationships, um, suggesting that intense drama and difficulties are signs of deep affection, is a very wrong idea. Moving right along. So, other pop popular culture influences are 
reality TV shows that sells drama and conflict and all of these things. We know these things, all right? We've seen them. Um, you know, one of the things I see a lot in reality TV shows is that, you know, you always have this competition between contestants that are vying for affection. Um, you have a lot of these shows that says, you know, 90 day, whatever, 90 day engagement. I don't even know the names of these things, but you have a lot of them that speaks to, you know, you being in a competition, you know, reinforcing the idea that relationships must involve drama and challenges to be real. This is not true, people. Don't buy into it. It's rubbish. And then you have the social media influencers. You know, some influential influencers share relationship struggles on platforms like YouTube and Instagram, presenting their difficulties as evidence of their love's authenticity. Now, this is a very questionable thing. And then you have the ones who also share some ideas that are some ideologies. They have their personal beliefs. They've been hurt so much. And they, because they've been hurt so much, they come on these platforms and they're spewing all sorts of nonsense. Yeah? Selling people the idea that enduring certain... I was tempted to drop the F-bomb just now, but selling certain rubbish as, you know, the blueprint for relationships. Rubbish. <laughs> but anyways, rubbish that thought. This is not safe, people. Don't spy into that idea, please. The most authentic form of love is loving yourself enough to not put yourself through all of that. And I stand by that every single day. Now we have some novels and literatures. You know, the classic literature and the contemporary romance novels that occasionally depict relationships where characters must overcome significant obstacles to be together. You know, reinforcing the notion of struggle as an integral part of love. Why must the woman always suffer multiple heartbreaks courtesy of the man she loved the most in these stories? And why? Just why does the guy always get passed up for the ancient dude? And is only considered when it's rebound time. Somebody can answer them question for me? Why? Why? Why the good guys? Why the nice, decent people them son? Right? Is always passed up. Yeah? For the dude, we are simple fuckers. You know? But because he brings so much chaos and drama with him, there's an instant draw to him. There's an instant attraction. Sometimes we feel like some of us strive, particularly the women, strive on the chaos and the drama. When are not tired. This is my question. Aren't you all tired of all of that chaos and drama? No, try and find something else, some other way to express your love genuinely and authentically, please. Because the chaos and the drama is not it, okay? It is simply not it. Moving right along. <laughs> you see, and we go right into it, confusing the drama with passion. 
you see while passionate and intense relationships can be fulfilling and exciting it is important to differentiate between healthy emotional intensity and harmful patterns that often emerge from mistaking drama for passion now the pattern that we speak of all right a lot of us in our jamaican reality we'd hear this thing all the time coming from some females but we wonder if them brain get damaged while they were being born or something this thing if him not lick me him not love me and for my standard english people if he doesn't hit me he's not in love with me no men are no <laughs> i do not know where that notion came from but abuse of any form is not love whether it be physical abuse emotional abuse financial abuse or any other abuse it is not love okay now as i mentioned financial abuse i am going to be speaking on that sometime later on in this series of things that i have going on because a lot of people do not realize that there is such a thing as financial abuse now moving right along you see, there is also the misinterpretation of emotions. When drama and conflict are always mistaken for passion and intensity. You see, individuals might believe that the heightened emotions they're experiencing indicate a deep connection. People, this is not true. Constant drama and conflict can actually indicate poor communication skills and unresolved issues. Now, how many of us have been through these things? I know I, for one, I've been through it. And I have mistaken in the past intense, intense and constant drama and conflict. Yes, and that is why I'm so passionate about this thing. I, for one, thought that the intense, you know, conflict and the whole heap of drama and thing was means of, oh, we love each other and we're trying to work things out. Yo, let me tell you something. That ain't it. All right? be not mistaken sometimes i just poor communication mm -hmm. sometimes i just poor communication and it means that both of y'all have unresolved issues those unresolved issues may not just be coming from the partner it may be coming from you too i had to do a lot of introspection in myself to understand that um majority of the conflict in our relationship was actually caused by me because I have some unresolved issues that I didn't need to deal with before I took on that relationship. So I went into that relationship with a lot of pent-up anger and a lot of resentment. And of course, nothing good can come of that because said partner was actually suffering the same fate as myself. So, yes, moving along. <laughs> You see the cycle of emotional roller coasters, right? Where we continue to extreme highs, we continue to experience those extreme highs, and then we go to the extreme lows and it becomes the norm. <sighs> That's not a safe space. Yes, I can say that with all of my chest because I've experienced both safe spaces and spaces that are not safe. The highs and lows, they are not safe. All right, and that have a more long-term psychological effect more than we actually care to note and care to believe. There is another long-term thing going on. The constant oscillation between intense emotions can be emotionally exhausting 
and prevent establishment of stable nurturing relationships. And if you stay in these situations long enough, you will find that when you do find a secure partner and you are with your secure partner, you tend to create an environment where it is unstable because you spent so much time in an unstable environment before that you bring it to this relationship if you find that stable partner and it's not safe so eventually you find yourself becoming an unsafe space if you were a safe space before and then you have to unlearn those things that you've been learning for like two three years in order to progress in this relationship or probably this relationship get fucked to the point where you can't progress in it you have to just let it go and move on in another one in continuing <laughs> we find ourselves normalizing unhealthy behaviors so if you in the drama as a sign of passion and can normalize unhealthy behaviors like manipulation, jealousy, and controlling tendencies. And over time, these behaviors can erode your trust and self-esteem. Best believe that. You have a lot of people that says jealousy is a thing that, you know, if your partner is extremely jealous, that means he loves you. Listen, while jealousy can be a natural phenomenon, it's a thing that persons need to learn to control. And if those jealousy are extreme, then that person is inherently unsafe. So this phenomenon of jealousy, it is a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. Let's leave that right there. So eventually you find yourself becoming emotionally exhausted. And because the constant turmoil and the constant stress from the ongoing drama and conflicts, it drains you emotionally and mentally and it's going to impact your overall well-being best believe that and also impact your personal growth because you spend too much time working through all of this nonsense in your head think about it think about it you see and this is why i struggle of is unsafe you know? If you're constantly going through this roller coaster of emotions and you're going through all of this drama, all of this conflict, your brain has no time to process nothing else but that. Your personal development suffers in the case that, say for example, you take you're studying, your study is going to be affected. For example, you are looking forward to advancing in your career, whether it be through a promotion or whatever, taking your career to the next level. Whatever it is that you're doing, you cannot actually focus on these things, you know, because your brain has to be constantly processing all of that rubbish that you have to be dealing with in your relationships. So you have no time for personal growth and development. And then you become a stagnant human being and you're miserable as fuck and you're wondering why and you resent your partner over time and you resent everything and everybody, even your damn self, over time. Yes, that is as real as it gets. That is as real as it gets. And if we take a more concerted look, a more in-depth look at these things, we would see how far these things go. And then before you know it, you are unable to recognize a healthy relationship. It's because you're focusing so much on drama as a marker of passion. You may overlook or even undervalue relationships that are based on mutual respect, support, and understanding. <laughs> and this can perpetuate a cycle of seeking out unhealthy 
dynamics. You see, not only do these things um, affect your mental and your emotional well-being, it also impacts your self-esteem, you know, where you undermine your self-effort. So if you constantly associate your self-worth with enduring hardships, you may begin to feel unworthy or inadequate in situations where there are no struggles. <laughs> so if you never did have a struggle, forget it. You feel like you don't deserve it or you're not worth it. You're not worth your salt because you never did have a struggle. So you're now tying your self-worth to all of these struggles and hardships. So you see how it has spilled over? You find yourself seeking out difficulties in order to feel validated. <laughs> and this goes for the workaholics. The workaholics who are at work, working themselves, fingers to the bones, working themselves till them stressed out, overworked and tired. Some of these things stem from being in these relationships too long. And as I said before, struggle love can be between family, friends and all of them things. Particularly parent-child. If you find yourself with parents that put you through struggle of situations, you will find yourself putting yourself in difficult situations in order to feel validated. So you see those parents who pressure them children into accomplishing certain things that they themselves could not have accomplished in their youth, thus creating an environment where the child feels like I have to work twice as hard in order to reap these benefits or to get my parents' love or attention. Those parents create people like these, yeah? Anyways, so over time, you will find yourself, you know, with this mindset that can lead to a diminished sense of self-worth and a reliance on external validation through struggles. <laughs> Over time, you will develop a resistance to healthy relationships because being accustomed to struggle love can make it challenging to recognize and engage in healthy relationships. You know, you fi might find yourself being drawn to partners or friends who bring turmoil into your lives, mistaking it for passion or commitment. How many times have you heard of person saying that if you're not willing to fight the fight that they're fighting with you you're not committed raise your hands if you've heard it before because i have definitely heard it before when i've decided to give up the fight come and decide say yo but i really depend on fighting thing i know too much of the fighting they're really good for me but then i fight battles otherwise why do i need to fight with you who is supposed to be my support system when i raise up my hand and say yo me done i have heard that i am not committed because i am not willing to fight that fucking fight raise your hands if y'all been one of those anyways moving right along <laughs> yo it's serious in these streets you know it's serious in these streets hey constant stress and anxiety is the next thing that you're going to find yourself um suffering from continuously being in situations where one has to fight for love or success can lead to chronic stress and anxiety you know the constant pressure to prove oneself can take a toll on your mental and emotional well-being over time this stress can contribute to a negative self-image and exacerbates feelings of inadequacy raise your hands once more 
if you have found yourself suffering from anxiety something that wasn't and this you can only identify this if you're somebody who is self-aware you're aware of your emotions you're aware when there is a shift in your emotions when you constantly check in you become aware when certain things are changing if you pay attention to these things you will notice so raise your hand again if you have noticed that you started having anxiety attacks because of another individual, because of being with somebody who is putting you through a lot of struggles in this love, in this relationship. You find yourself su suffering from extreme amount of stress and extreme amount of anxiety. It never usually happened before. Hmm. Think about it. So... There comes, along with this struggle of thing, a dependency on external validation. Say relying on struggle as a measure of worth can result in a dependence on external validation. So instead of finding intrinsic value in your own qualities and achievements, you may find yourself constantly seeking validation from others through hardships. So the amount of stress that I'm putting through, I got determined whether or not you are validated. Wow. This can be very detrimental to your self-esteem, all right? So please don't do it. Please do not do it. You know, because it makes your sense of self-worth contingent to external circumstances when that shouldn't be the case. If we're living holistically, you know, African find that internal push. African cleanse our inner thoughts build ourselves up from the inside and then we, we exude all of that goodness that ooh the good stuff yeah so we need to stop these unhealthy behaviors all right and we, we need to stop normalizing these unhealthy behaviors as well and normalizing you know can take the form of jealousy possessiveness emotional manipulation disrespect and also mistreatment so when you believe that enduring suffering is a requirement for love or success, you might tolerate behaviors that is harmful to your well-being. And this can lead to a gradual erosion of your self-esteem, you know, as you start to internalize the idea that you deserve such a treatment. No individual deserves such a treatment. None at all. And the potential for these behaviors to escalate and create an environment of emotional and psychological abuse is right up there on the scale of things that we don't want happening. All right. So one of the other overlooked things that we don't really pay much attention to um, as it relates to struggle love is the narrative of gender stereotypes. This is often reinforced through struggle of so traditional gender roles and stereotypes are normally reinforced and let me give an example of one such situation. So the thinking is if I myself the woman is the housewife you the man is the breadwinner of the family certainly is where you do must fly or it should be allowed. So, because you're bringing home the bread and I am home bearing the children, I mean, I carry nothing come put on the table. 
You see where I'm going with this. But I don't carry nothing come put on upon the table. So because I don't bring nothing to the table. Or perceived nothing. Because it's not that I'm not bringing anything to the table. It's just that I am not going out and working a 9 to 5 like you. I'm just at home ensuring that you have a home to come home to. Let's carry on. Right? Because I'm not going out and working a 9 to 5 like you. Every little disrespect. Every little form of emotional abuse. Every time somebody pisses you off at work and you cannot deal with your shit. You come home and you shout at the kids. And you disrespect me. And you do all of those underhanded bullshit. I am supposed to take it. Yes, that was kind of a long-winded um, explanation. But you get the point. The point is, some of these things are perpetuated because of the narrative that we hold on to. You know, within the whole struggle of setting. Now, one other thing is, your individuality is impacted. And that goes for both genders in these settings. You know, if you're forced into predefined roles, you basically, you gotta start wonder about your you as a person. Some things you may like, right? And then this is where we have this masculine-feminine fight going on these days. If you, as a man, love to take care of yourself, you don't want to be ridiculed for taking care of yourself, right? Because that's not only reserved for women, yeah? So, you see where the look of stereotypical bullshit aga cause look of problems? Yeah, it aga cause look of problems. But anyways, on a more positive note, we need to think about breaking these cycles, right? Because... If we continue in these cycles, we're just going to have a lot of broken relationships just, just swimming about in the grand scheme of things. Like everybody are going to just end up broken at some point and then women we end up with one bag of mental illnesses and one bag of mental fuckers and we wonder where we'll get it from. These things do contribute, best to believe it. We often take it for granted, but these things contribute to a lot of the things that we suffer from these days. So a couple other strategies that you can use to identify whether or not you're in a struggle of relationship situationship whatever the fuck y'all calling it yeah because these days i realize that relationships are now called all sorts of things entanglement situationships all sorts of rubbish but anyways let's stick to the base word relationships evaluate your relationships do you only get along when there is chaos and drama and all of the hot stuff in the mix so on a fuck around choke up a glass broke up the furniture thump out one door and then Gonna tell each other some disrespectful shit and then y'all go and have what you call makeup sex. Y'all in some shit, yeah? Them something they're nice, them something they're fuckers. Anyways, moving right along. Learn what healthy relationships looks like. That is something that you need to do if you're going to recognize whether or not you're in a pattern. Are they hot and cold? Do they gaslight you? Are they extremely jealous? Are they possessive? Are they controlling? Shall the list go on? You get the point. Do they withhold affection from you when they're upset about something? Are they abusive? Whether it be emotionally, physically, mentally, financially, whatever alley that they're abusive in. Those are some of the things that you use to recognize when you're in a struggle of relationship. Those are some of the telltale signs. Now, if any of these are present in your relationship, do some introspection. And run if you have to. Yes, sweetie, it ain't getting no better unless somebody make a concerted effort. And listen, if we want to work on these things with our partners, because there's nothing that says, because sometimes people are doing these things and they're not even aware of it, you know, because they don't have a model to follow. I would have said this at the initial stages. 
that they don't have a model relationship to follow. And we know the reasoning behind this. So I am not even going to go back down there because if you had listened to my other podcast episode speaking about intimacy, I would have touched on it. Our reality in our Jamaican diaspora is not one that have a lot of models for certain things. So we don't have model parenting. We don't have model relationships. So if these persons have no model to follow, they don't actually know how to do relationships the right way. One thing I would encourage before you pick up yourself and run, unless they are abusive physically, of course, you need to run immediately if they're physically abusive. If you're not catching a fight and you'll get your cheek thump out, yeah, y'all need to go, yeah? There's no, I'm not encouraging staying in abusive relationships under no circumstances, yeah? And emotional abuse before, um, before we all um, think they think that it's okay if it's only physical. Emotional abuse is actually worse than physical abuse. So if you're suffering emotional abuse, seek help and leave. There's no two fucking ways about it. Seek help, leave. Now, if it's not those extremes, all right? I encourage open dialogue and as mentioned before, a certain amount of introspection um, to understand your own relationship needs and your boundaries because boundaries are required for relationships too, okay? Not just friendships and not just family relationships. It's required for interpersonal relationships and it is required for intimate relationships, all right? Learn to embrace healthy love. When you've spent so much time in struggle love, you may not know what healthy love looks like. But just a few little qualities for you. A nurturing relationship that is based on empathy, support, and effective communication. A lot of us fall short in the communication aspect, but you can learn to communicate effectively. And one of the ways to communicate effectively, the baseline is basically just saying what you need. That is all, you know, just speaking about what you need. That is one of the things. That is one of the things. And while you're at it, just have some, just celebrate the joys and growth that can come from relationships that are founded on genuine care and respect because there are some joys there are some amount of joys there are some amount of and unless you are exposed to these joys you're not going to understand it but celebrate them when you have gotten over the obstacle when you have gotten over the allure of struggle love when you've gotten over the allure of all the chaos that it brings enjoy safe and secure relationships and celebrate that shit because what i realize is that a lot of persons they celebrate the struggles believe it or not they celebrate the struggles whether it be directly or indirectly but they don't celebrate the healthy relationships they don't celebrate the relationships that are fulfilling they often find those relationships boring and anybody that you find come to you because manoya have some people you know they will come into your life and they will tell you that you're a boring individual you see anybody tell you that in a dating phase run don't even bother to get involved just left because that person is telling you indirectly that they strive on chaos and drama run right well those are the few pointers that i have for you this evening as we conclude this episode let's remember that love doesn't need to be a constant struggle it's essential to recognize the harmful patterns of struggle love and work towards building relationships that uplift supports and nurtures both partners 
Thank you for joining me again on the Chelsea Council podcast. And remember to prioritize your well-being in all your relationships.